0: Hello, my friends, again, and thank you for joining us today on The Daily Dig, where each day we dig into God's Word, searching for truth that will encourage us to deepen our faith. We are living in trying times, and we must strive each day to draw our strength from God's Word. Come along with Jacob Smith as we dig into God's Word together. And welcome to another episode of the Daily Dig. I'm so glad that you've joined us. We are looking at Luke chapter number seven. We kind of stopped in the middle of the passage, not to uh, stop and not understand it or to avoid it, but rather we took an application of John the Baptist on how John was sticking to truth. He was I I worded it this way. I said he was sticking to the stuff. I think many people become that reed shaken with the wind. And there are many people who, over time, as Jesus is, is saying, they're gorgeously appareled and living delicately. They're, they're looking for celebrity status. Uh, we're not looking for that. We're looking for someone who is a truth teller. The Bible is the Word of God. Jesus was born of a virgin. Jesus Christ died on the cross for our sins, and he bodily resurrected from the grave, and my friends, he's coming again. One of the things that we need to see in this passage is is that John the Baptist is a bit of a point of contention, just like Jesus was. He was a polarizing figure. He was a man out in the wilderness proclaiming the truth, proclaiming that you needed to get ready. There was a Messiah coming. Now we find ourselves in verse number 30 of Luke chapter number seven. But the Pharisees and lawyers rejected the counsel of God against themselves, being not baptized of him. Speaking of John. And the Lord said, This is Jesus talking now, whereunto then shall I liken the men of this generation? And to what are they like? They are like unto the children sitting in the marketplace and calling one to another and saying, we have piped unto you and you have not danced. We have mourned to you and you have not wept. For John the Baptist came neither eating bread nor drinking wine. And ye say he hath the devil. The son of man has come eating and drinking. And ye say, behold, a gluttonous man and a wine-bibber and a friend of publicans and sinners. But wisdom is justified of all her children. Isn't it really interesting what Jesus does here you say, I- I'm not seeing what he does? He's likening the Pharisees to children. Now, let's go back and see the entire context of what's going on here. Going back to Luke, we see all the way back in verse number, let's say 24, Jesus shows that John is a preacher who is proclaiming, he is a prophet proclaiming the truth of the Messiah coming. He wasn't looking for celebrity status. And he says the greatest, the greatest of these is that you'd be a child of the king. But John, John was a great prophet. But it says in verse 30, the Pharisees and lawyers rejected the council. They didn't, they weren't baptized by John. They, 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 they didn't care. They, they thought it was a bunch of hogwash. They thought it was garbage. Then verse number 29 Going back, it says, and the, all the people that heard him and the publicans justified God being baptized with John. So here the publicans and the sinners, they're being baptized of John, the Pharisees and the lawyers, the, the hoity-toities, if you will, they rejected the counsel of God. They didn't want to get baptized. And Jesus says this. He says, I liken the, the man unto this generation unto children they, they, we've piped, we, we made music. So you dance and you didn't dance. We have mourned and and you didn't weep. And he says, John the Baptist came neither eating bread nor drinking wine. So he, he didn't come and, and do what I'm doing. And you say he hath the devil. And then John the Baptist, Jesus is saying, I came and I'm eating and drinking. And you call me a glutton and a wine bibber, a friend of publicans and sinners. So what is Jesus trying to say here? He's saying John the Baptist was out there. His, his, his proof, per se, is in the pudding. You're seeing people. You're seeing lives changed. You, you criticize. The Pharisees are criticizing. They're, they're acting childish, criticizing every which of way. There are people who always want to avoid the truth, and what we see here is that regardless of the method, there is always going to be a critic. We see here that John the Baptist is standing out there boldly proclaiming the the truth, and then Jesus is here being a friend and and, and eating and drinking and and being a friend of these sinners and, and meeting with them and meeting their needs. All of them were presenting, or both of them, rather, were presenting truth. But you see, there is something to be said about John the Baptist having doubt. He, he, was, he was concerning, but he didn't have unbelief. Now we're seeing that John was proclaiming the truth, and yeah, he had a moment of weakness, but now Jesus is presenting it to these dear folks, and he's saying there is a massive problem. See, the problem is, is that we want people that always have an open mind. Oh, you got to have an open mind today. That's what everybody says. GK, G.K. Chesterton said this, the object of opening the mind as of opening the mouth is to shut it again on something solid. John understood who Jesus was. He settled on the fact of who Jesus was, and he lived his life proclaiming who Jesus was. And in fact, if you go back to Luke chapter number one, the first few verses, you'll see this is why the whole book was written. John, and, and he says, I, I'm writing unto you that your joy may be full, that you can be certain on this, that you can know. And here Jesus is. He says, Guys, no matter what I do, you're unhappy. No matter the the style, you, you're you like a child. You don't want the happy person. You don't want the sad person. And really, the, the, the happy person was Jesus coming in, meeting all the needs, the, the one proclaiming and mourning and weeping. He was the one out in the wilderness. That was John the Baptist. And there are people that are just so childlike. There are people that are caught up with, asceticism, the, the idea of withholding something from you, the idea of restraining yourself from anything and everything. The ascetic way was not pleasing to the Pharisees and lawyers. That was John the Baptist. He, he, he was living out there. He was not having the, the nice clothing of the day. He wasn't uh, being gorgeously appareled and living delicately. He was a rough man. You know Jesus he was labeled more the the hedonism, the the libertine, if you will. he was the one that he's seeing Zacchaeus and he's the one meeting with people and he's the one healing people and setting captives free and the the idea of of a joyful person that wasn't good enough either see they they didn't want. A funeral. They didn't want a wedding. They didn't want the piped music. They didn't want the mourning and weeping. They didn't want anything. The Pharisees and lawyers, nothing would please them. That's the point of what Jesus is saying. Nothing will please you. If there is a person, if you are a person that You look for criticism, you will find something to criticize every day of the week. If you look for joy, there will always be a reason to be joyful every day of the week. You will, if you want to find a a place to criticize, you will find a place to criticize. But this is what you see verse number 25 or 29. The publicans, they justified God. The Pharisees, verse number 30, they were looking to justify themselves. But here's the the reality of what is being said right here. Verse number 34 the Son of Man is coming, eating and drinking, and ye say, Behold, a gluttonous man and a winebibber, a friend of publicans and sinners. But wisdom is justified of all her children. This is what Jesus is saying. You will criticize John's method. You'll criticize my method, but here's the truth of it. Wisdom or the, the truth will be evident in the changed lives the point of it all is not a, an economic change a political change a social change the 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 point is not to 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 feed hungry children or to give hurting and homeless dogs a home the the point is not to solve people homelessness the point is not to to rescue the 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 orphans of the world and while all those are wonderful things the point is that Jesus Christ came to seek and to save the lost. Humanitarian services that seek to reform a society will do nothing apart from the saving knowledge of Jesus Christ. Everything else is a byproduct of the gospel being preached. The gospel must be the priority of the church. And that's what Jesus is saying. The changed lives. Will be the fruit. The changed lives will be the, pr- uh, the product of preaching the truth. The changed lives will be the proof in the pudding that this is the truth. AA, NA, all the 12 step programs that you can think of. There, nothing is going to change a life apart from the gospel. If lives are being changed, maybe we should just quit being like little children. Maybe we should quit being so immature and focus on the gospel. That's all I have today. And I know that maybe I came across a little strong on that one, but this is the truth of it. We must focus on the gospel. The Pharisees and the lawyers, they always wanted to criticize, but nothing will do the job like Jesus. May you have a wonderful day. God bless. and We look forward to the next time on The Daily Dig. I hope you were encouraged by the Word of God today and challenged to dig deeper on your walk with the Lord. It is my prayer that you find strength each day digging deeper into God's Word. If you're looking for more resources, you can find them on thedailydig.org. Thank you for joining us, and we look forward to the next time on The Daily Dig.